Greetings and salutations, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Skull Hunter James, aka the Architect, and with me, as always, the reason why we deserve cyberbullying, Skull Hunter James, <laughs> aka Jordan. What? Um, yeah, I'm I'm ruined in life. Um, for some reason, they keep coming back. Uh, we we said we have Joe and we have Charles with us. Welcome, welcome, guys. Welcome back. I'm sorry about your victim mentality. <laughs> what? <laughs> Well, My strategy was say, to self-bully, and it did not work. Uh, I will say we were supposed to have a guest with us, a very special guest, really, but uh, had some things come up last minute. That's fine. We'll we'll get him back on um, next week, week after, whatever works. Um, but yeah, so I'm happy to have you gentlemen with us today again. Um, this is basically a part two of our last episode, which happened before the holiday break. So before we get into anything super serious... I want to ask you guys, what did you do over your break? Um, or was there any possible like New Year's res resolutions you have? Or is just this going to be uh, survival of the fittest this year? I'll let you guys. I'll let you guys take it along. Uh, Charles, why don't you go first? Um, well, I mostly just did work and just mostly just been editing and uploading, picking a crap ton of YouTube videos because I've been doing a Borderlands play kind of thing that's like it's a melee one allegiance playthrough where i have to i can only use a certain weapons and um other things from a certain manufacturer and i'm doing that through the whole main game part of the game and, and i am almost done with that and i've been also playing my nintendo switch my brother and i got for christmas off and on so i've been playing pokemon sword on that too nice and i'm trying when i get to the second dlc i'm hoping i'll be able to get a mute too because that's my favorite pokemon in the whole series Nice. I'm a I'm a Switch guy myself, and so I could say that was a very good choice. Um, I also play other things, obviously, but I'm biased right. towards the Switch. Um, all right, you, you go, Joseph. Tell us what's your uh, holiday look like and any New Year's resolutions you might have. My my holiday days looked a lot like my other days. Uh, I mean, I'm a, I've been a freelancer for like six, seven years now, not consecutively, because that's how it goes. And so, I mean, all of the holidays, they, they kind of blur together. So um, as far as like getting into 2021, uh, for people who will look at the video, I have a visual representation. So I get a journal every year uh, and I write down tasks on a day-to-day -day basis. So my 2020 journal is in utter shambles. Uh, it fell apart. It, this half of it ends in July and I can't find the other half, which is fine um and then this is my new 2021 leather bound uh little bookmarks in there so the big thing for me has been to take stock of how things changed in the last year for me new job new apartment uh you guys which is a, a great community to be a part of and i'm really grateful for it so going into 2021 i thought all right joseph don't fuck it up <laughs> Hey, as long as nothing else F's it up this time hey, like last year. That's that's the yeah. best advice you can give to yourself, man. All right, Jordan, uh, you go. Um, I mean, holidays. Holidays were honestly like every other. I did get two weeks off. That was fantastic. Uh, I got to spend time with family. Uh, that's the most important thing. Um, I got to spend New Year's with my uh, girlfriend, and uh, yeah, I mean, it was good. New Year's resolutions, though. Um, that's something I've been talked about on several podcasts already, but, um, I personally 
biggest new resolution is double uh, my following count on all platforms. And that, honestly, on the podcast, we're already doing it. Like, we're already doubled the numbers we originally had. So, already we're getting there. But, uh, and then the next one is to lose the last 40 pounds that I want to lose so I can hit a solid 200. Um, I gained about six pounds over the holiday. Already lost one uh, since coming back. So, I'm getting, I'm getting there. But, uh, New Year resolutions, though, are really tricky because a lot of people don't have the commitment that goes behind it. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, we're rooting for you, man. We hope you can get there. And uh, sounds like you guys all had fun. My holiday, uh, well, it consisted of me not having to work, which is great. Um, this is the the first year, first full year I completed on my new job. I got vacation time and all that. So I used something to take it over the break. Um, so I basically took from like the week of Christmas off until this past Monday. Right so that on. was really nice. It mostly consisted of watching the Buckeyes win their way to the national championship or win their way to make it to the championship game against Bama and watching my Cleveland Browns secure the playoffs for the first time since 2002. That was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and when it comes to, I got a bunch of cool stuff that I really wanted. I told you guys on the pod uh, last couple episodes, um, I got this gaming chair. It's really nice. It has like 18 different buttons and levers. It does a whole bunch of crazy stuff. I'm pretty sure it makes smoothies. Uh, so that's so that's cool, and uh, I have a hot take on New Year's resolutions. So I usually don't I don't set New Year's resolutions. I try to set goals throughout myself, but spontaneously. So I just have this opinion that if you want to better yourself, um, don't wait to the New Year to do it. Like if you're in July and you're like, well, my New Year's resolution for 2022 could be to stop eating dog turds off the sidewalk. Well, maybe you should just start that. Like get a head start on it. You know what I mean? Like that's not just that's just how I feel. But I will say, going into 2021, I want to keep my mind more open to different things. That is one thing I want to. I want to go into everything with an open mind. I want to go into everything with a uh, maybe I can learn from this. Maybe, maybe I can change my opinion on something like that because that's a big part of growing up is being able to distinguish between opinions that were beat into you, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, or opinions of your own, and I think that's important as well. But I, I want I want to say too. This happened to me a, a, about four or five years ago. Somebody was going around at a New Year's party saying that it wasn't about resolutions; it was about revelations. So rather than try to set this plan that might last to like the middle of January, which is the golden two weeks for you know uh, fitness clubs and bad for everybody else, mm-hmm. uh, she suggested look back on the year and see if you've learned anything or see if there were any major takeaways that you can think about going into it. Um, so that, that was, that's something that I've been doing as well. I think revelations are, are important and more actionable. Yep. Well, and then can I, I think it's a big part of maturity. Yeah. Can I, can I just feed on that real quick? Um, you, you brought up, you know, taking something that you learned. Well, that's actually something I did actually make a post on Facebook. I think I even made it on the skull hunter page about, you know, don't take 2020 as the worst year ever. Take it as, you know, what did you learn from 2020? And that's actually something I want to know. What did what did you guys learn from the year 2020? Like, what did you actually learn or what did you what knowledge got brought upon you to better your life or to better yourself? If if I'm being honest, uh, obviously as a nation and as a world 2020 was not a good year. Mm-mm. Um 
in a in like in a selfish way, like just me or me and my wife, 2020 is one of the best years I've ever had. I mean, I've I've started this podcast. I've been wanting nothing ever. Like this is the, what I've wanted to do forever: is just sit down with a group of guys, like-minded individuals, and talk video games and technology. Like that's that's all I want in life. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Um, I got a big promotion at work. Um, Ooh. so I've been so I've been you know making decent money all year. I was able to buy a house. Um, nice. I mean, yeah, at the beginning of the year I had COVID, but I. So like I I made it through, and then after that it's just just been going. You know I've been keep on keeping on. You know what I mean. So I think yes, we have to acknowledge that this was not a great year, for a lot of people. But I think I could say selfishly that 2020 was a great year for me. Yeah, I mean as as a business, I mean I will say I I mean 2020 was fantastic. I've gained a great community. I've done so many things, and I continue to literally be as young as I am and still super. I'm not saying super successful, but still pretty successful to get where I am now. And I'm turning 22 this year. And it's just crazy to see, like, I'm still really young. And the things that I'm still accomplishing at such a young age is amazing. So that means when I hit my 40s, I'm dead. I'm just going to die inside. (laughs) Um, But so, James, you were saying all that. Did you learn anything from 2020 that's going to help you out through the rest of the year? Like, maybe it's budgeting. Maybe it's something something else that happened. Is there anything that happened in 2020 that you can take on to the upcoming years? When it comes to like like budgeting, me and my wife have been really good with finances. Like we've been, it's, I when I when I turned eighteen, nineteen, and I joined the military, they gave me a credit card. I was a stupid kid with a credit card. You know what I mean? I'd never seen one before. I thought it was free money. Um, so I learned from that obviously over the past couple of years, and you know we build up savings. Over like we're no longer in debt. I mean, besides the fact that we just bought a house. Um, but when it comes to like things I've learned, I think I kind of hinted at it earlier when I said things I want to do going forward, and that's just keeping an open mind. Um, I was very stuck in my ways about certain things and I was very stuck there. And then I've kind of, I want to say it's a mixture of growing up and a mixture of learning Mm -hmm. basically not only think for myself about certain things, but also being able to see both sides and just kind of pick and pick and choose everything from every side that I look at and try to make my own opinion or see what I can learn from that rather than. Stuff like that right on and charles what about you is there anything about 2020 that you've learned or knowledge that you're able to you know go on through the upcoming years that being unemployed sucks and that freaking <laughs> and i'm not looking forward to having to do my taxes this year and everything and that um i guess uh, i have that uh, um if i learned anything is that i'm trying to think be completely honest, the only thing I learned is that I guess that even just being myself, that I guess there is somebody that does actually like me for who I am. Because you know how Jordan that I have the girl that I like, really like and I'm hoping to be my girlfriend someday when I get the approval of her caretakers and her parents and everything. Right now, officially, we're not really date, dating. We're just trying to spend time together and everything. Unofficially, she know she and I both know that we both have a thing for one another and all that crap. <laughs> well, I don't, that's my re- resolution that I don't f the whole thing up. Well, I, I think good a, luck, man. I think a big thing is to remember that you know even if something does go downhill, don't be the one to blame yourself. Might you've done something, but don't don't blame yourself for it. I mean, look at it from every window because that could really hurt you in your upcoming future. Um, 
And then Joseph, what, same thing, 2020, did you learn anything that you can, you know, fulfill for the upcoming years or maybe just some knowledge got brought upon you that could help out in the near future? Yes. Oh, you're right. You want me to do that. Okay. So, <laughs> He's just um, like, yes. And <laughs> I make a great guest. So that, by the, that's like one of my biggest fears, by the way, is when guests are like really efficient with what they say. And mm -hmm. like, oh, man, I'm glad I wrote down 20 questions. Anyways, um, so like with what James was saying, and, I'm, and I mentioned it uh, briefly, is that 2020, punch for punch compared to every other year, has been one of my best years. Uh, might be the best year I've ever had uh, in terms of results. Like I said, new job, a new apartment, new opportunities, uh, growth, uh, meeting you guys, all of that good stuff. A second monitor, sesame seed pudding. Like it's yeah. just, it's, it's been a good time. Um, Did you see sesame seed pudding? Yeah. Yeah. Sesame seed pudding. It's oh, not bad. Okay. It smells like hot chocolate. It does not taste like hot chocolate. So, okay. For what I learned, and this was a, a pretty crucial lesson for me, because I was thinking when I was still at my parents' house and the move into the apartment was forthcoming, I was thinking, you know, when I get here into this apartment, uh, it's it's all that the similar mindset to a New Year's resolution. I'm going to be, and you know, new 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 Joseph. Uh, I'm going to. Um, you know, wake up at the crack of dawn and and hit all my goals for the day, mm -hmm. um, and having that additional responsibility of the apartment and having be responsible to my job um, and to my relationship and all that is going to suddenly transform me. And it didn't. Um, my 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 habits, my good habits, and my bad habits are still completely and utterly my responsibility. And external forces are not going to change that. They'll it gets to a point where I'm compelled to do something so they don't lose my apartment, but we don't want to be motivated by what we're going to lose. We want to be motivated by what we're going to gain. So uh, to sum it up, my 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 pivotal uh, lesson from seeing the transformation in 2020 is that I got to where I am because of the initiative that I took, and there is no magic solution to the improvements that I want. It is going to take uh, conditioning and day after day. And I, and, and I made a practical application that I can speak to. Um, one thing that I learned about from the people that I interviewed on my show, Economics, the Beautify podcast, is something called the Keystone Habit. Is that the Keystone Habit is the habit that lets all of the other habits in the day uh, unfold. And without that, the day actually can turn to mush. And so the, for me, the keystone habit has been like, first thing in the morning, exercise. Once I do that, the rest of the day starts to unfold in a way that's so much more preferable because it communicates to myself right away, I am in control. And this is, uh, and this is what I'm gonna do uh, with my day. And you start that and little by little, little tiny habits that form a stack of habits. And then six months go by, it takes a while, but six months go by. And then there's the transformation that I was looking for. Okay. I will say it's kind of like a, a side plug. Um, I recently, not recently, it's been, I think since the first time Joseph was a guest, I uh, I followed and subscribed to the uh, Ecomonics podcast. And I got to say, they're very, they're very informative. That's what's okay. uh, very good. It's they're very, very well, very well done. And the newest one, I haven't listened to it yet, but I'm going to when I get back to work because I listen to podcasts when I work. Uh, and it's about like, what is it? The five biggest markets right now? Mm-hmm. 
something like that. Yeah, so I'm very interested in that. I, I gotta say, hey, very good podcast. If you guys want to listen to anything that deals with that, if you're about to start up a uh, Shopify store, if you're about to try to start up your any kind of e-commerce, I would definitely give Ecomonics on Spotify, mm-hmm. iTunes, wherever a listen. It's a beautiful podcast. It's very good. Very Thanks, good. Guys. Oh yeah. Okay, there you plug. We ain't giving no more out. <laughs> yes, you so are. Yes, you are. I know. Yes, are. I know. We're nice people. Um, but so you know, 2020's passed us now. Let's get down to business. There's some gaming actually, news. Actually, there what? is gaming news. Gaming news that broke just recently. Actually, that Ooh. I haven't told you guys about. The 2020 Steam Game Awards apparently the other day and i had oh. no clue oh no i'm apparently oh, out no. of the loop but oh, we have no. the results oh god um but don't worry this isn't gonna be like the last award show because mm-hmm. um, the, the, the last time we did an award show re, uh, recap it was like the game awards this is just a uh, game awards through steam so basically it's games you can play on steam those were what qualified and those were what can win um i'm not going to go through them all i'm going to go through uh some of them okay and it's gonna be same rules as last time same rules as last time i'm gonna read the type like the award the winner and the great thing about this link is that it gives me all the nominees too so if you want to know nominee or anything like that just let me know okay um but yeah so i'm gonna give the name of the award who won it and if you guys want to sit there and talk about it or if you guys have any opinions just stop me we'll talk about it um, we'll cut, uh, speed run any percent world record this. <laughs> okay, let's go. All right, 2020 game of the year. Red Dead Redemption 2. Deserves it. VR game of the year, Half-Life Alex Doesn't deserve it. <laughs> Who would you have Tw- given it to? Uh, VR the so champions. Here, the <laughs> here, are you talking about that? that was it been, sorry. I'm sorry, you're talking about VR game? Uh, yeah. So the nominees were Half-Life Alex, Phasmophobia, The Room, VR, Thief Simulator, and Star Wars Squadrons. Okay, out of those, I would have gave it to Phasmophobia. Because that game, oh, it's so good. I would have gave it to Phasmophobia. Beat Saber wasn't in there. What What? What'd you say? Beat Saber? Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Beat Saber is a few years old now. I'm sure... I'm, and I'm sure they had other games that qualified. All right, so this uh, next award I'm very happy about. It's called Labor of Love. So Labor of Love is described as, this game has been out a while. The team is well past the debut of their creative baby, but being the good parents they are, these devs continue to nurture and support their creation. This game, to this day, is still getting new content after all these years. So these are all older games who have been receiving life change, uh, like, more than just day of life updates mm-hmm. so the nominees were counter-strike among us terraria the witcher 3 and no man's sky no the man's winner sky was getting a lot of play the winner was my baby Ugh. counter-strike global nah. offensive that doesn't deserve uh, for those it. You, uh. for those of you it it, it does it um, doesn't among game, us <laughs> This this game was literally I've been playing it for six years now. This game was literally garbage at the end of this last year, beginning of this year. People were leaving it. It was at all time record low numbers, and then out of nowhere they started boom, 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 boom. Updates, operations, new ways to play the game, blah 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 blah. And then actually, no, you're still playing the same game. It's not like they completely changed the game, but they're adding updates to make your life better while you play it, which is really really good. Um, 
I thought Among Us would have won or No Man's Sky. Both those games were very deserving of the win. I'm I'm kind of happy to see that my bread and butter is on there. Um, this group is better with friends, so obviously these are, this is like a party game. Friends, you can play. Um, and Fall Guys won. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's pretty fun. I would think Jackbag would have won, but I guess it's not a Jackbox. Whatever. <laughs> I would assume that would have got it, but I mean, you but know, Jack Fall Guys pretty fun, good. Baby. Yep. Uh, most innovative gameplay is Death Stranding. Don't have any idea, so okay. Yeah, I didn't. Oh, I, none of these. No, I haven't played any of these nominees either, so I don't. Uh, that was, you know, whatever. Outstanding story, rich game. Um, Red Dead Redemption Two. I feel. I feel like if if it wins Game of the Year and it's in another one of these categories, it's probably gonna win it as well. Like you can't beat Game of the Year without having one of the best stories. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I think I think those kind of went hand in hand. Yeah. Uh, this is best game you suck at. <laughs> this is a game the that era. rewards persistence. Uh, that actually wasn't even. I think that was a PS4 exclusive. Uh, right. Okay. Okay. Uh, this is the game that rewards persistence and is not for the faint of heart. It's the toughest game you've ever loved, and the winner was Apex Legends. <laughs> yep. I'm uh, just gonna go with that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, best soundtrack. Doom. Doom. Doom, yes! Doom Eternal one. Yes. Oh, it was Which, so good. Here's we we talked about this during the Game Awards. Mm-hmm episode that final fantasy it was between final fantasy 7 and doom and final fantasy 7 one and then doom one here but here is an option that i thought i i might have chose the halo master chief collection halo 2 alone had i think one of the best gaming soundtracks i've ever heard they also stole yeah but same thing music. those songs have been around for uh for some time now mm-hmm. listen all How right much have it in the anniversary um, graphics and the three for three's music that is true. All right, uh, last last award. Sit back and relax. This is basically just games that you mind-numbingly play. Um, and that was Sims Four. I still can't believe and, that series is still going. Neither can I. It's dumb. It, EA sold out. They've they're it's it's basically they're just copy pasting now. And when they release a DLC, they're charging full game price for it. I can't believe that the series is still going, but I am miffed that there's four of them. Mm-hmm. I would have thought that each release was a lot more, I don't know, substantial. So, so here's, so here's kind of the, I say explanation. I guess would be the word to use. So they did one, two, three, four, and then each game had its own expansion packs or DLC, mm-hmm. and they usually get like a like a ton of it, right? So that's why. So instead of making a new game, they'll bust out for once. But also, in between each of those major Sim games, they came out with, like, Sims 2 Pets. Sims uh, Busting Out or whatever it was called. Like, stuff There's like that. Called they'll make Herbs, which yeah. is, like, Metro Sims. Metro Sims, yep. Uh, Sim City. Um, stuff like that. So, I mean, yeah, they only have four games. They've been doing this for a while. But they also they have non-numerically-laced games as well. So... That was our surprise topic of the game, or of the day. Sorry, oh, we this game. Our lives are games. We're losers. I mean, I like so, to say I'd be winning. Okay, let me win up in here. So we could talk about something Twitch related. 
because I think Twitch is something that we all pay attention to somewhat. Yeah. Some of us are even on Twitch. I kind of have to so, uh, pay attention to that. So what what's the news? So the one of the most – when you think of Twitch emotes, there's two you think of. You think of Kappa and you think of this one. Um, so everyone in the world who's been on Twitch, whenever something crazy happens on Twitch, it's poggers, right? Absolute poggers. Pog champ, pog champ, pog champ, mm -hmm. pog champ. Well, no more. So, pog champ, uh, what's his name? Uh, what's his name? Hold on, I'll find his name. He has an actual name. I promise. His name isn't pog champ. Gutex. That's it. His name Gutex. He. Don't uh, think that's any better. <laughs> Yeah, he said some not very inspiring things on Twitter. Um, you guys can go look for that yourselves. Uh, and Twitter was, or Twitch was like, no, no, can't do this anymore. So no more PogChamp. R.I.P. Rip in peace. But don't be alarmed. So Twitch knows that PogChamp is such a crucial part to internet culture. Just absolutely important. We couldn't live without it, right? You can't watch your... Uh, favorite streamer play League of Legends for 17 hours straight without pogging out. But what they're doing is they're taking a random Twitch affiliate, like Twitch partner, um, and they're asking them to send in their own face doing the pog champ face. And if you guys don't know, uh, I'll have, uh, I guess I'll do it since I have nobody else would really want to. So if you don't know, the pog champ face is like that, except not no. as white. <laughs> Yeah, not very white. I turned down my ring light, and it doesn't help. So, uh, so they're set, asking the Twitch partners to send their own, and then they're going to start using their own Twitch partners to remake PogChamp, and every 24 hours, it'll change. And it'll be on everyone's channel, so I can go I can go to uh, our recently new friend, Guja's stream, and I can put the new PogChamp in his stream every 24 hours, and it'll be a different face. Opinions. We kind of talked about something in the last episode about them banning words and stuff like that. So we've already insulted the Sims version incels. How do you guys want to insult the poggers out there? Um, I don't really care, and I know I'm going to get blasted for this, but I mean, I've had issues with Twitch and always has. Um... I'm not going to throw any more punches besides cool. I mean, it gives other people a chance to, you know, show their beautiful or ugly face. I mean, if I did it, what was it? You know, <laughs> I, I looked like a Muppet just got hit by a truck. So, I mean, it didn't, doesn't it's really, be not, doesn't be good. Not as terrified, but you, you got the spirit. Oh, see, and then the I could do it. Sorry, Jordan. Well, it's a, uh, no, I was asking Charles, what did you say? <laughs> I was gonna say, I was just saying that if Jordan ever starts his own Twitch channel, he should make that face an emote. <laughs> I'm, I'll get right on it. How about, how about this? I will go up to my other people who are on Twitch that I helped out. They have emotes. I'll make it for them, send it their way, be like, I helped you. I didn't ask for anything. I want this, and it's just my fate. <gasps> <laughs> just words underneath it going, toes. Oh! 
I I will say, uh, so last episode as well, we were talking about No Man's Sky, or it was it might have been two episodes ago. We were talking about No Go-go. Man's Sky. Yeah, and Joseph actually brought up the internet historian. Well, I saw him on uh, I saw him on Twitter, and he posted um, he posted the pog face, like the original pog face, but just did the incognito mustache and glasses, and said incognito. And then, and then he, and then I think he showed a picture. He got blocked by Twitch or something like that. <laughs> wow, that was, was uh, funny. quick. Yeah, uh, yeah. Joseph, what about you? What's your opinion on Poggers, Pog Champ, Pog, Pog, Pog? I mean, it's the same principle as what we were talking about with the Twitch Sims. Is this just goes to show what Twitch wants the website to be? They want it to be clean. They don't want people to have those triggers where they end up thinking about something else that that upsets them they want people to and i see where they're going with this they want people to go there and just take their minds off whatever else is they're doing so that part i get now i'm not saying that i'm going to take a photo of me making that face but if i were i would want to have my own creative take on it where i'm like drinking something or i'm i got a straw in my mouth or something like that like Oh. I, I do Sorry, like the fact Frank. that you can only see his hand, and this is just all he did. Yep. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys couldn't see the. We, the we saw like the very bottom of the mug after you were already doing. Yeah, this, and then you so. had to go back and do it. It was great. It was it was fantastic. And now oh, you understand why you. I don't do these guys. I don't think I'm a. Okay. Uh, okay. Charles just took down his poster. You you just you just have to live with it. Joseph, because you're a part of the internet, this is what happens. People crop out your face, me, and we put it as emotes. <laughs> I just want Look, if little hands. Go to the uh, effort to do a full on deep fake. I respect that. Okay, you know what? Yeah. That works. I, I swear, is that bastard putting up a Destiny poster? Did he just take down a Call of Duty poster? Is now putting up a Destiny poster? Yes. I. Mm, all right. Well, that's this was an interesting, interesting time to start interior decorating. So we'll move <laughs> on to that. So we'll move on to the next topic. Um. All right. So we're up here right now. Let's. Uh. We're having too much fun. I gotta take it down a bit. All right. Buzz kill. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of taking things down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, uh, oh, I'm happy we're, we're just, I'm gonna, we just I, have a good time. I'm going to feel like a real tool talking about this topic. Okay. All right. So. All right. Serious time. All right. So there is this YouTuber. Many people know and love. Well, used to. So he's quite internet famous. He's more of a meme than anything. Like you see more memes about him than you, I'm sure you've seen actual videos. Mm-hmm. His name is uh, Call Me Incursor. I mean, Call Me Carson. And so, basically, if you don't know, which, if you don't know by now, I'd be surprised, but if you don't, I'll lighten you up. So, he has a small group of friends that he also plays Minecraft with. He's a Minecraft YouTuber. That important. That detail becomes very important for the second part of this topic that I'm going to bring up. So, he's a Minecraft YouTuber. He started a group of friends. They were called the Launch Club. And apparently, at the end of 2019... To beginning of 2020, he got all his friends together. He told him in person, he's like, hey, I was 19 years old and I was sending uh, just very not good pics and messages to a 17-year-old, which is which is wrong. It's wrong. Um, 
doesn't matter if it's quote unquote legal because in some states age consent 17 romeo and juliet laws blah 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 blah. Mm -hmm. the issue wasn't the fact that she was more so underage which she was underage let's not forget that she was underage Mm -hmm. but more so the fact that she was a fan of his and he was using his internet fame and stuff like that to even talk to this underage fan of his i think that's where the issue's at well anyway they were all like hey like you got to stop this blah 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 apparently he, he went through a big episode like mentally where he was having issues so a lot of his friends stuck by him like hey man you know blah 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 blah. Uh, i'm kind of fast forwarding it because it's that's really the part i wanted to talk about this kind mm-hmm. of the somber part um so just last week two of his buddies from the lunch club had came out to uh Mr. News Source himself, DJ Killer Keemstar. And they were on an episode of Drum Alert, and they said, hey, yeah, this was happening, and we didn't come out yet because one person already talked to the authorities. So once you report a crime, you're really not supposed to talk about it, blah, 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 blah. And then he said, we came out because uh, we found out that Carson was still doing this after we are doing all that, so that's not good. Um, I don't think I need to explain why this isn't good again. Mm-hmm. The point I the reason why I'm bringing this up is because I want to kind of get to a point we've seen over the years, and it'd be one thing if it's onesies, twosies, like if this was an outlier situation, but this is not an outlier situation when it comes to Minecraft YouTubers or the Minecraft community. So if you remember, like Lion Maker was that that guy's name, Lion Maker, Bashiverse. Uh, I'm forgetting, I'm sure more, but now Carson. Hey, there's an issue there, and. I would assume that it has to... I would, I'm, actually, I want to hear what you guys have to think before I throw my topic out there. Why do you think there's such a big issue in the Minecraft community? And what do you think they could do to kind of save their image like the Smash Bros. community did? Because if you remember, the Smash Bros. community went through this not so long ago either. And they've kind of fixed their image a a lot like when you think of smash bros now you think of more so you're fighting on their side mm-hmm. because of the whole same big house event rather than they're a bunch of weirdos so what do you think needs to happen what do you what do you think first off what do you think the cause is and what do you think needs to happen okay so starting with the cause we have to think about the uh the demographic of minecraft um yep. it's basically people who well they you know they they want something to um, invest their time into uh, skews young, and unlike say Fortnite, which also skews young, Fortnite is round by round. So you're only invested as far as what happens in that game, then you move on to the next one. Minecraft, these things are projects that take uh, days, weeks at a time, and, and especially in this last year, people have been, well, you know, trapped in their homes and with not much to do. So there is a huge window of opportunity for something bad to happen. You have age group, you have time, um, you have investing into something which compels somebody to stay, right? So even if I'm not, I don't care too much about talking to the person who runs the server, I still want to build my tree house, mm-hmm. my, 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 my seven story tree house with a uh, working lava fountain. Don't ask me how it works, because it probably won't. <laughs> so the cause is, uh, the part that I can understand, the 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 solution, um, it reminded me because I, I was thinking about something that happened a little later on in the unfolding of the Smash community's major um, 
uh, sexual harassment stories. One of them is that uh, one of the prominent community figures, Nairo, he had much later on had finally written his side of the story. And in his side of the story, what he had said is the player who was the accuser was actually the one blackmailing him. Essentially, I think his name was Captain... Pretty sure it was Captain Zach, but I have to be very careful about that. I don't want to say somebody else's name and get the wrong guy. No, that sounds right when I did research because I wanted to get right, yeah. Yeah, so if I got it wrong, sorry, sorry, Zach. Um, (laughs) But essentially, this this player had um, performed a lewd act on Nairo while Nairo was, like, half asleep. And so by the time he he woke up, he was... Well, now he was under this other player's um, control. And so the this part, I don't know the full solution. I, I would have to like, you know, get back to you after my routine, laying awake at night for an hour and a half, unable to fall asleep, thinking time. But for now, what I can say is part of the solution is let's hear both sides of the story before we have our reactions. Because the fearfulness of the reaction is the catalyst for a lot of what influences people's decisions beforehand and afterwards people are afraid to to talk about their issues because they're afraid of their reactions people are afraid to speak on defense of themselves because they're afraid of their reactions so there is a time and a place for their reactions but both parties uh victim and an abuser recognize that that third party the 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 the, the court of public opinion is where almost all the leverage derives from um, I will say in the Carson incident, um, we didn't hear directly. We haven't heard directly from him yet. He's been very silent on YouTube, Twitter, and all that. Because I've been, I've been keeping it up. I want to, because I'm curious. Because I, I was subscribed to him because he wasn't just a Minecraft YouTuber. He was a just a top tier crap poster as well. Um, just the kind, kind of meme lords that you let you like to see every now and then. Um, so I've been looking. I've been trying to see if he has any response. He doesn't have a response, but every single one of his close friends groups that has been in every single one of his videos for the past, like, three, four years, all come out and said the same thing that Carson told me this. I just hit myself in the eye with something. I'm wearing glasses. I thought um, you were so, like, shocked. At no, uh, I was playing with a little... No, I broke a little plastic piece off of whatever, and it shot up in my eye. Uh, but they've all come out and said that he had said that he had done this, and then, obviously, the woman that the accuser has also come out and said the same thing like so i mean i haven't heard from him directly but i think we have enough reliable sources that we kind of can paint the picture here but i just want to throw that out there so that way our information is right charles what do you think why do you think everyone in minecraft's a weirdo oh this is why i never got into minecraft that great because it's this kind of games that would attract people that are weird like that I'll be completely honest, as far as it goes with that kind of thing, you know, like Joseph said, we should hate, hear th- both sides' stories in it before we make an assumption or make it a decision who is right and who is wrong. Because you know how it's been a huge-ass thing across the freaking internet, how people only take one side or the other, and then you have a freaking civil war going on, people are freaking going at each other's throats trying to freaking slit each other's throats all the time about it. You know, <laughs> you know but that's just how I feel. Yeah. I I love it because Charles is pretty keep, keeps himself pretty much. But if you get him on a topic, he will let you know how he feels, and it's great. It's the, it's the reactions that I love about him. Like even just playing Call of Duty earlier, it was just it was just great. It was. 
Great. Um, so I guess... I think that was the angriest I've ever been in the first, like, hour or half an hour when we were playing that. That was the most angry I've ever been. I, I don't know why, but whenever Charles, like, gets, like, red-faced angry like that, for some reason my mind instantly clicks to that old, like, old, old, old YouTube video of the World of Warcraft kid getting mad and shoving the remote up his butt. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta run away! I gotta run away. Never come I would take my controller to do that, but I'd probably huck it across my bedroom if I got that pissed. Oh, no. We want, we want the first by. option, Charles. We want you to stream it, too. <laughs> Just stick it right <laughs> up the ass. <laughs> um, Sideways. All right, Jordan, your turn. Why do you think everyone in Minecraft is weird? And what do you think's next for Call Me Incarcerated? Um, and nice wordplay there, just in case if no one got it the first time, he switched, uh, Carson incarcerated. Um, yeah, I had to say I, it the second time. I get it the first time. I yeah, I said it when I was introduced in the story and nobody said it. I was like, oh, this joke either didn't land or nobody heard it. But I, I heard it. I, my sarcasm was poorly inflected. I got it. <laughs> okay. He's like, I got it. It just took a minute, oh. but I got it. Well, well then, sorry. Gosh. Um, but... When it comes down to Minecraft, I mean, right now you are dealing with the fact that people were home and okay. He said this was in 2019, so let's let's oh, okay. ignore the fact of 2020 was everyone staying at home. Unfortunately, this has been the year that a lot of people's been dealing with the situation. But I'm happy to see more people are coming out and saying what happened. Once again, two sides to every story, but let's be honest. When you usually hear the one side, there's a reason you don't hear from the other person. It's because, I hate to say it, it's true. I don't want to think that way, but when it comes to Minecraft alone, I don't think there's anything Minecraft or the people of Minecraft could really do anything about it except stop letting famous people into your lives. I mean, so us, keep us out. Don't ever join us when we're doing a community stream. Um, But, you know, I think the biggest thing that we got that is happening here is... People are using their stop fame. Touching the children. Yes, stop touching the kids. Even if it's on the internet, you're you're texting them. No one wants to see that D, okay? No one wants to see it. Keep your D to yourself. It's A, B, and C. There's no D. There's there's just none of that. So but we just we gotta stop. That's it. We just yeah, gotta we just gotta stop. It sucks because so many people I looked up to when I was like either a kid or even now, like just in 2020 alone, has come out to be an awful person and it sucks. Yeah. Uh, cryotic. Cryotic mm -hmm. came out. That sucked. Uh, was it the one dude from, um, um, well, not Achievement Hunters, uh, Rooster Teeth, right? Uh, it was both Rooster Teeth, Achievement Hunter, uh, Vanoss's group. I mean, we've we've all <laughs> yeah, sat there and had, had yeah. to deal with that stuff. It, it's it's not great, and as a community, mm -hmm. it fucking sucks mm -hmm. when you see yep. that because those are people you look up to. And I took a big hit. I I wasn't streaming for like two weeks because Achievement Hunter is what I'm building off of. Yep. So yep. that hit me hard. But I think what we just have to do is. If you see yourself in a situation where you have to ask yourself, is it safe? Don't fucking do it. It's that simple. Just don't do it. If you have to ask, is it okay? Shoot yourself to a door. Like, just put your head, door. It's obviously, it's illegal. Don't fuck with it. It's that simple. Um... All right. Well, for those coming at home, we've we've done so good the past ten episodes, and then this episode alone, we've dropped four f bombs. So for those keeping score at home, there you go. 
Yes, I will. I will add it in a swear jar. I'm. I'm sorry. It's something that we all dealt with. I'm saying what everyone's thinking. No, no. Um, it's it's an emotional topic. It's very. It's it is very emotional topic, and that's why we're trying to add a little humor to it because if we don't want to be here somber, we don't talk about it because it is. It is. It's gross. It's yeah. awful. It's affected almost. I guarantee we know somebody that's affected. Whether it's just like your favorite YouTuber or something like that did that because that's that you've looked up to that person stuff like that. So, or unfortunately, you're coming in life. Sorry, James. Go ahead, Charles. Oh, what's if, you want to talk about, if you want to talk about something that's been controversial that I've supported, even though I probably shouldn't, just look at this freaking poster that's behind me, and people probably would know about some of the shit that's happened with this series. Okay. I, a, a big part of me just wanted Charles to be like, you want to talk about controversial? Well, I'm racist. You know how hard it is to be racist? <laughs> That's I no, knew, no I joke. Was, I knew he, That's so I knew he wasn't ironic. gonna say that. So, I knew he wasn't gonna say that, but I really, really wanted him to. So this has been the on-running joke for the last like week. Is me and my brother-in-law. He's been staying with me, and we've been sitting out busted jokes left and right. Well, he would make a comment, and he'd be like, "What are you racist?" And I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> That's not illegal. <laughs> so I'm just like, I'm racist. And it's like, oh, you're racist against blacks? Like, I didn't say that. You said that. <laughs> that obviously, I think it's safe to say, not. It's all joking. Racism isn't funny. But I'm a sick bastard. <laughs> um, all right. So, spe so speaking of people who are sick, let's leave that. That leads us right to our next topic. Really? <laughs> uh, it does. Because, so I want you guys to open your, I said it in the Discord. Just scroll up a little bit. You'll see a little paper that says has the Nintendo logo, and it says internal use only. It's weird. All I'm seeing is your mama. <laughs> oh well, that's. Uh, I'm sorry about that. She isn't that great to look at. Um, sorry. Is it in a particular section, or is it anywhere on the sheet? No, sorry. Just at the top. Sorry. No, it's just at the very top. Just there's there's three things right in the very first. I, I want a paragraph. I'd say, or like part of the paper. There's three things that tell you right away that this is faked leaks that these are not true well they forgot so to put for the, the e in software in first party software yep. That's, yep that's that's one um while they're looking i will tell you guys what's going on we're looking at the quote-unquote leaked nintendo direct that came out on the 11th of well that's not true it's dated the 11th which i didn't even catch that maybe i don't so that's another thing uh, but it's supposedly came out first of the year. It has all the list of things that's going to come out this year. And in the very first part, it says first party software, but instead of software, it's missing the E, so it's soft war. There's two more things other than the date. I'll, I'll exonate the date. There's two more things that are wrong. Okay. I found something. Um, oh, sorry. What was this? This is like a little bit later down the line. It says Persona 5 Strikers. That made me think. Yeah. So they're going to do the soccer version of Persona. That's I could we'll, I could, we'll I could see actual, it, but that's why yeah, I'm not we'll, in charge we'll, of making creative decisions. True. We'll get into the actual games in a sec because there's quite a few ones that are quite hilarious once we go through. All right. So if you guys can't find, I'll go ahead and tell you the Nintendo logo. I haven't used that logo since the 1980s. So that is the issue with that. So I'm gonna go ahead and start reading it, and I want you guys to stop me when you're like. That doesn't sound right. So, Nintendo internal use only, uh, Nintendo Direct 1 11 2021. And we are recording on the 9th, so that should tell you that. Alright, so it has details about the Nintendo Switch Pro. Basically, it's going to have uh, 4K TV support, 
a new updated Joy-Con, Bluetooth audio. Um, it says high def screen, but it all oh 4K TV support and then a high def screen. All right, um, and that's gonna have a Nvidia uh, DLSS 2.0, and it's gonna cost four hundred dollars. So it's supposed to be an updated version of the Switch, basically. So that's cool. Now your first pretty soft war. Nintendo World Park Tour. And it's supposed to be releasing this April. Or the trailer is supposed to release this April. Um, that makes sense. They just opened up Nintendo Park, their Nintendo World in Japan, and they're talking about doing a virtual tour. So if that's part of it, I get that. Um, this next one here, I'll stop and talk about. So it says Mario Kart 9, Spring of 2021, trailer and gameplay footage. So what usually happens before a gameplay footage, right? Usually a teaser trailer or an announcement or something, right? Yeah. So you're gonna tell me, they're gonna tell me that they're gonna release a brand new Mario Kart in this spring, which is only two three months away. Four months if you got end of spring. They're gonna release all that without even an announcement. They're just gonna shove it in dry. They're just gonna see what happens with Mario Kart Nine. That's weird to me. Yeah, you should spit first. Yep, there you go. And same with Splatoon 3. A brand new Splatoon game comes out this summer. Gameplay trailer. Uh, Super Mario Odyssey 2 Holidays 2021. Fire Emblem Echoes Path of Radiance in May. And then Metroid Resurgence in the fall. About time so to there. say something about Metroid. Well, it's fake, so don't get your hopes up. <laughs> Apparently, there's going to be a, a new Kingdom Hearts game that comes out. That's another one they're just going to just randomly surprises with because you know why wouldn't you do that with a big name mm-hmm. big name title in your series uh bayonetta 3 another one just eh, bayonetta brand new summer why not um apparently they're supposed to get assassin's creed valhalla in april watchdogs legions in april far cry 6 this year no and... they haven't anything about far cry 6 since they showed it off at like um one of the conferences from last year I, I don't understand why they're they expect anyone to really believe what they're talking about because they're like they're bringing oh. up games that are just magically appearing when we haven't even seen anything oh, about gets, the game. It gets better. So mm-hmm. April April twenty three, April twenty third is supposed to be a big day because you're gonna get Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Watch Dogs Legion, Far Cry six, all that, and then you're gonna get um, Grand Theft Auto five, and then you're gonna get Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War on May seventh. And then you're going to get Final Fantasy VII later in the year. Now, I want to talk about this. So, apparently... So, if you didn't know, Crash Bandicoot is a PS4... Um, uh, the actual game is a PS4 exclusive, is it not? It, like, it's owned by Sony, correct? Well, we're going to get Crash Bandicoot, Crash Bandicoot 4 on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, Crash confirmed for Smash. Let's go. <laughs> oh, this is a good one. So you guys, we're all you guys have all played Fallout, right? You guys are all aware of the game. Yes, I'm currently I'm playing aware, Fallout but I Vegas. You bastard. Oh, you're you're playing Fallout New Vegas. Yeah. What what's that game called? Uh, Fallout New Vegas, or no, it's Fallout uh sixty seventy six, or sixty seven, or something like that. Wait, which there's those are two different games. All right, you're the, yeah. ter- the most terrible person to ask about this. So anyway, I bring this up because okay. it's coming out for the Nintendo Switch this year is Fallout Three, New Vegas. Huh? No, that's not that. 
No. That doesn't exist, by the way, for those listening at Audio Land. It is Fallout 3 and then Fallout New Vegas. They are yeah. two separate games. That's that's totally uh, different. One came out in... Okay, and New Vegas one last, came out in 2009. Alright, one last thing I want to bring up is Legend of Zelda... Yeah, first off, why would they just bring back New Vegas out of all the mm-hmm. Fallout games for the Switch? Anyway, and then Legend of Zelda Echoes of the Past is supposed to come out this April. Gameplay trailer. No announcement, no word. Last we heard, we're supposed to... First off, they just had um, just had a game come out not too long ago, and then they're teasing Breath of the Wild 2 now. Or not teasing, they announced it. Um, so they're just going to bust out another Legend of Zelda game on us out of nowhere? That's... That's weird. That this seems if this is true, one, the they need to get a new uh person doing it because that logo's from the eighties and they can't spell properly. And also they should really this is their ter- practicing terrible business about their announcements if that's if that is true. It's not. It's leaked. It's leaked fake. Someone wanted did it for cloud or whatever like that. But uh, yeah, something that stuck out to me about this is how few original titles are on here, which is you know the the state of the industry at large but you can get away with something like this a lot easier if you just rattle off sequels right especially stuff that's being ported over i don't i think there's a yeah there's a few original sounding titles um in the upcoming switch pro um but these are all probably games that uh you guys know or at least like you know we pull our minds together i'm sure one of us has heard of it like has anybody here heard of baldo no. I heard a Waldo. Uh, I call it Balto the Wolf in those movies. Balto the Wolf. I make my dog watch that every year. Show him how okay. good he has it. But it 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 exists. It's a, it's a 2019 game. So there's. <coughs> oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, new gameplay trailer May 21st, 2019. So there's no, there's nothing fresh here. It's all just games that they they've taken. That to me is uh is a clue. Although I don't think it's a dead giveaway. Okay, here here is the number one reason that I know. Once you bring up, it's bringing GTA Five to the Nintendo. No, that's never gonna happen, and this is the reason why. GTA Five, you're you can play it on the Xbox Series X, okay, and you're getting about thirty frames a second, okay. That game is so needs so much to it. The Switch isn't going to be able to handle that. It will crash or overheat or blow the CPU inside of it. It will not even sit there and work. So the fact that they said, GTA is coming. Nah, that is some horse. No, that's Plus, all that I don't is. think even if it was coming to the Switch, I don't think parents want their kids playing that game, especially. Yeah, if people ex- complain about video games as yeah. enough as it is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're... I mean, yeah. Hey, there's... It's, there's the resident evil series there's bayonetta i mean there's games that lean more mature although yeah bayonetta is very cartoonish in that in that regard i i would say of all the gta games i would want like an hd update of vice city because that one is just over the top is is all hell mm-hmm. that, that one was good vice city um yeah but yeah so it's fake don't get your hopes up everything we just said was false this gets my hopes down like if anything, just seeing how yeah. like oh, it's all like sequel after sequel after sequel, I, I I'm relieved that, that this isn't it. But guys, on the upside, I'm we might be E3. getting Fallout Three New Vegas. It might be coming to games that were made in 2008 and 2009. We might see it come together. Well, it, not only were they two different games, they put them together. So it's Fallout Three 
New Vegas. Mm-hmm. So what's going to happen is it's going to be a Fallout 3 with a terrible DLC just called New Vegas. You know what? I'm excited. Yeah, I've heard things people say New Vegas is actually the best Fallout. Sorry, Jordan. Oh, it is. New All Vegas right, is um, the best one. Do we have any one. last comments, questions, concerns about the fake Nintendo leaks? Um, um, just don't make fake news. That's it. Just don't make I fake news. Border- I've seen Borderlands 3 on that list, and I doubt that would come to the Switch. Though the whole collection of Borderlands 1, 2, and the pre-sequels are on there. But if Borderlands 3 was on there, taking good luck with anybody who has a Switch, because that game has enough issues as it is. I, see, I feel like the Borderlands series would be a great series to port over to the Switch. I feel like... Yeah, it would fit. I feel like that... I feel like that would fit perfectly. Um, but yeah, I would, so I would what use was this pro- as a chance to gauge uh, reaction. Like, pick me, put like F zero on that list. Uh, put a kid Icarus on that list. Zero, uh, put yeah. Earth Earthbound on that list. Put some games on there that are gonna get people to start buzzing, and then at least that way, uh, once word goes back to Nintendo, they well, you know, this is fake, but a lot of people really want Earthbound. Yeah, and then Nintendo yeah. says, yeah, we know. What if yeah, this is if- all a marketing <laughs> scam? I will. I will say, um, when Nintendo isn't busy trying to shut down children's hopes playing uh, Smash Bros. Brawl online, they are a really good company. But they're really smart about the way they do business when it comes to the video games and stuff like that. So, I. That's why I know that this is how we know this is fake, because a lot of these games coming out way too soon without any kind of announcements or anything. But also, maybe they are smart, and they are taking these leaks and seeing what people are and aren't mm-hmm. talking about. And then they are going to gauge it. Maybe that would be the smart move on them. Speaking of Nintendo, so I'm afraid to say this, but all you guys who still watch Netflix on your little 3DS before mommy comes takes it from you at night, or anybody who has a Wii U and uses it as like basically their paperweight or their Netflix device, as of June 30th, you will no longer be able to do that. You'll have to watch your Netflix somewhere else because Netflix has confirmed that they are taking their services off of those two devices, your Nintendo 3DS, 2DS, and your Wii U system. If you see my finger right now, that's just all how I feel about it. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I seen your finger just going away. I'm just like, that. okay. <laughs> he was just spinning his finger, by the way. He wasn't showing the finger. No, except, you know, he could. If you well, watched I mean, the video podcast, he, you I would mean, know. He, he, he basically was, though, but he wasn't. Um, does anyone have an opinion on this one? We have a couple short stories, basically, the rest of the show. Um, any questions on that? Any concerns? I mean, I, I mean, just want to say that, like, I tried in earnest to enjoy the Wii U to its full potential. Uh, there were times where it was almost out of a commercial where... I would be playing on the big screen. Somebody else wants to watch something on the TV, and I switch over to the Wii U tablet, and then I hang out in the living room uh, where reality kicks in and the commercial stops is when my family member, not naming names, turns to me and says, your button presses are too loud. Can you go play in the other room? My, uh, my wife does that to me all the time because I have a Switch, and so I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll pull it out of the little dock and I'll play it. Um, I've recently gotten into uh, the DLC of Breath of the Wild, mm-hmm. but there's sometimes where you just gotta like tap a button, mm-hmm. like if you're climbing or if you're running or something like that. 
And then she, my wife will look at me and go, Why, you're such a loud button presser. You must suck at video games if all you do is butt mash. <laughs> I'm just um, like... Um, I was like, thanks for that. But yeah, no, I mean... Netflix, yeah, you gave your opinion already, Charles, about the whole sit on it and spin, yeah. I had something else to say, to say, but I was going to wait for you guys. No, go for it. I was just going to say about the whole thing with the switch and everything... And I swear to freaking God Almighty, on my freaking life, if I ever see freaking Halo on the Switch, I'm throwing mine on the freaking street and smashing it with a sledgehammer. Well, unless Nintendo or Microsoft go out to buy one another, I don't think you'll ever have to worry about playing that. Unless you emulate it on there. Um, people have done that. I've seen people take their Switches and emulate it being a completely different console. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, Hacking. Netflix taking their services off the Wii U and the 3DS. I mean, this stuff I've seen, I've seen people, I, like I've seen it used on a 3DS. Like I've seen videos of people watch it on a 3DS just to like prove how crappy it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not, and there's no way that's good for your eyes at all. Um, but I mean, it's just, it was just time. I mean, the Wii, they, they did it for the Wii, was it last year, the year before they took the Netflix services off the Wii. So, I mean, it's only a matter of time. It was only a matter of time, and frankly, it, it is what it is, you know? Sometimes you just gotta let things rest. Yeah, I think that generation, to me, um, was a generation that solidified that a lot of why we buy consoles are temporary features and not things that are gonna last, you know, by the time the next console generation uh, rolls around, whether it's game-specific services or it's, in this case, console-specific services. And so when I'm you know, I'm playing on the Wii U and I'm thinking, man, this, the value of this is going to degrade uh, over over the next couple of years. And then next system comes out and it just and it just plummets. There are there aren't many people that are suffering, but there are probably a couple of people out there maybe in in some parts of the world, uh, lower economic yeah. brackets, where like they're really depending on these systems to pull their weight. Like they need it to be their their Netflix device. They need it to be their their internet browser. It's rare. But it is a it kindness for right. the developer yeah. to consider how uh, someone is trying to get the most out of out of it, and I, I'd say that more towards like people using the a two DS than anything. I mean, yeah. maybe they no, all they got is a flip phone, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you're you're right. No, that's that's definitely a thing. Um, it is a small number, and that's just how big corporations look. They look at the majority numbers, and so that's how they do business. Yeah. All right. All, so all considered, I mean. They're 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 taking Netflix away from the Wii and the Nintendos, but when it comes down to it, I mean that should be good because having your eyes in front of screens all day isn't a great thing. It really isn't. So, no, it's not. But I will say they took they were managed they managed to take off Netflix on the 3DS and Wii U before they put Netflix on the Switch. So the Switch doesn't have the Switch doesn't have. Yeah, no, the Switch doesn't have a web browser. It doesn't have anything like that. So, interesting. Okay, did not know that. They, I don't. I'm the only something... poor one here, I guess. I don't have a Switch. Uh, it's something that they, quote unquote, are working on, but they just haven't come out with yet. Um, speaking of poor, or maybe not being poor, the CEO and founder of Tesla Motors, CEO and founder of the Boring Company, and CEO, CEO and founder of SpaceX, Elon Musk, recently had just passed Jeff Bezos to become the richest man in the world. 
I will get that exact number for you. I believe it is a lot. Uh, I mean, when it when it comes I down to don't it, have that's an article. Not I took a screenshot. What? Uh, it's not that. Oh, you disappear for a second. Um, I mean, it's not really that surprising. I mean, he's making batteries that are now getting put into other companies' cars. So there has to be a lot of money getting put into that. I mean, well, he's getting a lot say, from it. Yeah. Involving Tesla, what you're talking about, because of stuff like that, because that was what's happening Thursday, they received a 4.4% boost in their share price, which is because Elon Musk owns a majority shares. That mm -hmm. is what boost. That's what boosted him over to be the richest man in the world. Okay. Um, I really, I really don't know if there's any other comments or questions didn't, about this. I mean, well, I mean, didn't Jeff Bezos lose half his money because of his divorce? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's yes, half. That's that's a significant chunk of money. Now, is, doesn't that fact? It, is like, is, doesn't that factor it in? Yeah. It, it does, but it doesn't count. I, I don't know the legalities of it. I don't know how they do it. But they were still counting that towards his net worth when they were trying to count the richest man in the world. Okay, fair. I don't know. I mean, all these guys made trillions and trillions of dollars while there was a pandemic going on. All right, so our next little story. So I don't know if you guys know who the atomic clock watchers are. Basically, they're the people who sit there and watch the universal global time. They monitor how the Earth does its business around the sun. Whoop-de-doo, right? Well, they have come out with this fascinating new discovery that the minute on Earth should actually only be 59 seconds. Ugh, another so, marketing gimmick versus a 99 cents <laughs> instead of a dollar. Now this, come on. That's not a big deal. Who who really care? Oh, no, we'll lose them one second. Yes, I know that equals out to, like, what, a day? Who, who really yeah, cares? It adds up. I'm not over here thinking. Listen here, yeah, Jordan. I wish I had I just have you one disrespect. second. Listen here, Jordan. I won't. You, I won't have you disrespect my essential workers. Well, I'm coming these in. People, son. These people said that we only need 59 seconds a minute. All right. It's that's dumb. It's it's dumb. That, I'll have you know that equates to a whole minute off in an hour. No doubt. If they're gonna do this, then. <laughs> If they're going to okay. do this, what? Just, just I don't know, cut it down to 50 seconds so then we can start using, like, the five times tables. You know, mm -hmm. then a minute. Yeah, so a minute would be 50 seconds. Yeah, and then you get, like, two minutes is 100 seconds. Is it fives and tens? I don't know. I just think that'd be easier to, to keep track of. If they're going to go through it, might as well uh, make it nice and even. Yeah, I don't know why they decided to go with 15s when our money's in 25s and everything's easier fives and tens. So they went with, so I don't know, whatever. Once again, um, it's it's stupid. It really is. Did they say what would it. be like the the positive benefit to this? No, they just said that scientifically it makes sense for it to be fifty nine seconds rather than a minute. Now I'll uh, I'll, I'll tell you what here. So uh, what this is is big pharmacy trying to tell you that we only need fifty nine minutes in an hour, and they're putting chemicals in the water, and it's not right. All right, but yeah, basically that's what's going on. Really? You didn't finish it? Please finish that. Please finish that in that voice. Come on, do it. I'm not a dog, Jordan. I'll tell you what. they You get a co-host of a podcast. He tries to tell you what to do, and it's not right. Listen, what? all right. 
Listen, the aliens came down and gave us special mm -hmm. technology, and they're using the chemicals to put in the water, turn into frickin' frogs gay. Yes, that's all I wanted. Thank <laughs> you so much. Thank you for bringing back a 2000 what eight meme. Thank you so much. Greatly appreciate uh, it. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. They need to give Alex Jones his social media back. I miss that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I watched him he's, with Joe Rogan not too long ago. He's great. Oh, dude, he's great on Joe Rogan because... All right, so we're going to go a little off topic here. We'll talk about JR, JRE for a second. Um, So I don't listen to a lot of JRE, but I listen to, like, the clips and stuff like that. And he was on there, and he's, and he's just sitting there spouting off random things. And he'll say something... And then he's like, look, he's like, look it up. You can see it in 1988. They did the study. And then they're all like, okay. And then as they're doing that, they're like, oh, holy cow, he's already right. But as you as they like prove that he was right, that they did this horrible thing in 1988 or whatever like that, he's already four accusations down the road saying that the aliens came down and gave him special technology in exchange for baby blood or something like that. And then you're all just like, well, okay, well, you said this one thing was right, but it's surrounded <laughs> by a bunch of things that are obviously lies. So. Yeah, and then all the whole time Joe Rogan is like, "Okay, show us that proof." Oh no, I don't. I don't need to show. I know. Well, give us the Joe proof. Rogan. I don't. Ha I don't. I don't need to show you anything. This is what happened. No, come on. Give us the facts so we could sit there and continue on with the our day. And he's like, "Oh, turn the frogs gay." So I. I don't know. <laughs> And Joe Rogan just said they're like, "Hey man, you wanna you wanna eat some elk and smoke DMT?" Like that's just that's just all Joe Rogan does. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really fell uh, off of Joe Rogan, honestly. Uh, after yeah. he really grew, I kind of just went, eh, no. Uh, I actually remember, I didn't know... So I watched a lot of, uh, what is it, Fear Factor as, as a kid? Mm -hmm. um, so I, I saw him on that, and then yeah. I got I got into UFC in my teens and stuff like that. I saw him, he was at first like a backstage interviewer, and then he worked into a full-time, uh, I think he's a color commentator. Because I don't think he actually, I mean, he knows a lot about MMA, but I think the person he has sitting next to him the, is the play-by-play, -play, and he's a, he's really good. But yeah, when it comes to his podcast, it's like, obviously he's doing great. He got a, a Spotify exclusive deal. He's making a ton of money. He's he's worth like $40 million. Like he's, he's, he's you know, he's, he's doing great. But for me personally, it just like, it went up here and then it just kind of dropped off for me just like what he's doing but i mean he has a formula that works he has enough credibility where he can basically talk to whoever he wants however he wants and it's fun and alex jones is just gonna come on every now and then smoke some dmt and then spout off uh random conspiracy theaters theories that are between 13 and 25 percent correct so okay so real fast while i was still on joe rogan he's only worth a hundred million and i know i'm saying he's only worth but he's only worth a hundred million dollars but this man is five eight this little he's like this tall like i'm he's legit like this tall dude no wonder why he's sitting down all the time holy hell if, if, you've seen, if, you've seen, if you've seen alex jones alex jones i think could destroy joe rogan alex jones has the neck the size of my thighs like he's a big boy hang on hang on let me let me look it up i might actually do some while fancy look, editing yeah why while you're looking at that uh joe joseph you were going to say something yeah um alex jones and joe rogan to me is like podcast christmas it is one of my number one things i look forward to i i will watch it on television um i'll pull it up on youtube and, uh, and i'll and i'll watch it um i so you know exactly I've, what i'm talking about that yeah like I've, i followed uh i i follow alex well i don't follow him all that much um anymore i think for a lot of people they get they get burnt out 
being a core audience of Alex Jones is is a stretch. Um, I tend to, uh, I'm willing to believe Alex, I think, uh, more uh, than the average person. Um, there is that element of like, he, he, ex- he uses exaggeration in order to get a point across um, that is hard to process. And so he puts all this other ludicrous stuff onto it just so that it all uh, kind of enters. But what he was talking about when he was talking about like the, 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 the in the second interview with Joe Rogan, where he's talking about how the astronauts would end up like their consciousness would meet these, these, uh, these aliens. I got to tell you, I actually don't think it's that far fetched um, because if you were trying to figure out how to actually communicate with other entities, we've been given so many clues throughout history just whenever we go to sleep and and our and our minds wander off into all these other places it gets into astral projection it gets into spirituality but a lot of it to <laughs> me checks out at least and so i i, I don't know i mean he's been on to something in the past mm-hmm. and so everything that he says we take with a grain of salt but i would not be surprised if he's proven right uh as as time goes on um, I, I agree with you to an extent, um, not just about that stuff, but just about conspiracies in general. Yeah. Um, and it all started, it actually all started this year when the pandemic started and all of a sudden some shady stuff happened in the, in America anyway. And then you're just like, maybe the government isn't being truthful. And then you just got, and then it, and then it's just a rabbit hole from there. So whenever, like, if you were to ask me three years ago, and Alex Jones was like, "Put chemicals in water, turn it into freaking frogs," I'd have been like, eh, "Okay, dude, like, get off your rocker." But now it's more like, well, I mean, he had, he, he's been right before, like, and it's like you just like again part of that whole opening mind thing that we talked about at the beginning of the podcast. It's just like you're like, well, I don't necessarily believe that, but I'm not going to discredit it yet until I see mm-hmm. otherwise. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So uh, I I order his uh, sleep pills off, uh, off his website. His sleep pills. Mm-hmm. I tried them. Oh. I tried them. They work. I've been using them consistently for like two years. They, oh really? They, yeah. They, they they totally work. I mean, that's the funny thing about supplements is that they don't. It's actually harder to make a supplement that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get you you get you get some some herbs and some uh, some extracts together couple of droplets of melatonin it's, it's actually not that hard to to make effective supplements it's, yeah. it's the, ask, it's the it distinction just... between like okay how much is this actually going to work versus how effective it really is but i don't know I, i've i've had many nights where those pills got me to sleep so that awesome. says something to his credibility it. i think yeah um hot and then you really freaking having a good night's sleep <laughs> i mean yeah <laughs> that is true uh, uh i cannot partake because my job does test Anyway, until they until they federal, until they federally legalize it. Um. Anyway, so talk about supplements and all that. I listen to a podcast called PKA Painkiller already. Um. It has uh. He used to be he used to be called FPS Russia. Uh. But his name's Kyle. Uh. Lamurka and uh, Woody's Gamertag. They all do a, a podcast together called PKA, and they're actually starting this. They're gonna start selling this new supplement called Lock and Load. And it's supposed to make your load bigger, like more explosive. And that it, I, f- I see some wheels turning. <laughs> so my, it's Viagra. No, well, so Vi- Viagra helps you get the load device ready to fire. It helps stabilize the cannon. <laughs> yes, lock and lock and load gives you the ammunition. For 
partner drowning. You need to set coordinates first. <laughs> Yeah. You need to dial it in a little bit, you know. We, it's like it's like the Lono Eclipse. You need them kind of just <laughs> like you're thinking about to snipe somebody. Hey, well, I mean, you I are. mean, with these pills, you might, <laughs> you might, you might just be like, it's, 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 it's ready, move. <laughs> it's that part where you've given up on the stealth mission and it's turned into <laughs> a full-on uh, auto assault. John Rambo's movie. It, it goes from stealth mission to remember no Russian. So <laughs> I hate this. I fucking hate this. Oh, oh my god. Okay, I'm happy. All of our ads at this point is already on through the podcast. Um. All right. Speaking of big loads, uh, a big load of garbage was Cyberpunk 2077, and it's just the funny thing that I found out. Um, so apparently, Cyberpunk 2077 not very good, and then they're going, "We're sorry," and so they're releasing DLC for free for everyone, which is you know nice. That's a nice sentiment. Um, but can you? This is a kind of like an inside joke on the show. So Jordan, I don't want you to guess. I want Charles and Joseph to guess, what do you think is the best way to play Cyberpunk 2077? Do you want me to answer this ironically, or do you want me to answer this legit? Uh, you give me the ironic answer, and then to answer me legit. Okay, the ironic answer was uh, a Wemo in the, um, in the in the wheel uh, attachment, you, which was a pack <laughs> no, in with I, the I, Mario I Kart more so, Yeah. Yeah, I meant more so gaming system. Uh, the Wii probably would have set your house on fire if you tried to play it on that. All right, Charles, your turn. I had to think to I'd rather just take Cyberpunk 2077, convert it to a Nintendo 64 cartridge, and slap it into that thing and see if it works on that. All right, well, uh, I'll answer this, and I think Jordan's going to get a kick out of this. So the oh sorry Steam opened up oopsies, um so the best way to play Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven according to a bunch of critics is apparently through Google Stadia. Google Stadia is apparently the number one recommended way to play Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, and I say this begrudgingly because if you look at our older episodes, we had some issues with Google Stadia. Well, we didn't personally because I would never use that garbage. Um, but yeah, so I figured that was funny. I figured that'd be a lot, that'd be the long-term payoff for a lot of people following the story. So you want to know the worst part about this is, is I've been looking into Google Stadia because this computer right over here, it works. It's a gaming rig, but I can't record on it and game on it at the same time. So I was like, man, I need something that doesn't use up my GPU and my uh, computer. I was like, Google Stadia. It worked. I can do stuff. Now I was like, I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna do well, it. And well, how much? How much is it a month? If you looked into it, I haven't looked into it. I can tell you right now if you if you just want to hold up a minute. Okay, so according to this, Google Stadia is nine dollars and ninety nine cents a month. Is it? Ten dollars a month isn't that bad. You pay ten dollars no, a month for like Xbox bad. Live, but. You know what? Oh, you still have to buy the games though. Oh, so you, you oh. still have to buy the games that you don't get copies of. Got it. Well, I mean, 
Maybe I, no, no, I can't do a baby, baby face turn here. I, I still gotta, I still gotta be anti-stadium. No, 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 no. Uh, but that's actually not a bad price because, like you said, you're paying that for Xbox Live, PS Plus, mm-hmm. um, Switch, the Nintendo Direct Online, or whatever it's called. I don't know. It's like five, six bucks. So I mean, it's it's actually affordable. But here's my problem: is I feel like we dissed too much on it. I can't go back now. Okay. Listen, listen here. If you still need, issue, if you still need reason to hate it, you gotta uh, buy the game still, and you don't even get a physical copy, and you're still paying monthly. So after a year, you could have just bought a new console. That is that is true. I mean, when it's all said and done, Google Stadia really does suck. But I understand for the people who want to play, like let's say Cyberpunk, let's say it actually released and it was amazing and it didn't have flaws. <clears throat> Wrong. Um and. Your PC has a 520 in it that can't do shank, so you're like, oh, I really want to play it. I don't have a console, but I have Hold this on, dinosaur. You, you dropped four F-bombs earlier, but you won't say the S-word? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's just like, it makes more sense to just get something like Google Stadia. And I get it, especially for a new game, you're excited about it. It's nothing to drop $10 extra a month so you can play the games that well, you love. Here's the thing. For some people, it might. And Google Stadia came out. It, it's the the reason why Google Stadia... Sorry, doing that Alex Jones voice really hurts sometimes. Um, so... Driving the him. Point of it is, <laughs> yeah, driving him. Wow. Well, here's, here's the thing. The, the dude's neck is so huge. He probably has the... He, that's why he can do it. So... The thing is, it's supposed to be for people who couldn't afford consoles or anything like that. So you say maybe that 10 bucks a month plus buying all those games isn't bad. Well, I mean, it, if it really adds up, it depends on what games you want to play or how many games you play. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it's supposed to be the poor man's solution, and it really isn't to an extent. Because they're still using their hard-earned money to pay for full-price games, but they don't even get to keep those games if they cancel. Like, if you cancel their Stadia, guess what? You don't get your games. You don't, Those games that you paid for... You don't get to keep them. No. And also, the, but speak- the, I imagine you have to have pretty good internet to uh, stream high-quality games. Yes. So yes. in order to be in that bra- financial bracket, that would mean you can probably afford other things too anyways. Exactly. Exactly. So while we're talking about that, let's uh, talk about something interesting. We brought up Nintendo quite a bit, actually. And uh, here's another W for those guys. So... In the month of December, or November and December, the, we had such premier launches, such as PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X. Um, you know, there's been no issues. People have been able to grab whatever they want. They've been really good at keeping them stocked up. So, mm-hmm. what's so that was uh, sarcasm, by the way. They are still... Yeah, they, they really suck, because I have not seen Xbox Series X yet. Yeah. I have not seen um, it. So, they've been sold out. They, they either... Here's my. Here, here's what they did here. So what they did? <laughs> Why you keep doing this to yourself? <laughs> he's like, oh, so, oh, man, it, it really does something well, to me, and he's over here like, oh, oh, I'm into the fur gang. Oh. So anyway, so what they did, I think, is they either wasn't expecting the big demand that they got, which I don't see how they weren't because PlayStation and Xbox both should have known that they were going to have a huge demand for these new consoles. Or they're purpose purposely microdosing the amount of 
supply they do have. So when it gets sold out, it creates that want to uh, keep them keep them coming back. Um, anyway, but that's not important. Screw those guys. Those guys suck. You know why? Nintendo Switch sales were up 73% in the months of November and December. Woo! And outsold, and outsold yeah. both the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X. Nice. Go Nintendo. Oh, so They're really stepping up. Doing... Go ahead. When you have people doing reenactments of Super Fast and Furious, what do you expect for just over a PlayStation? What do you expect? Hey, JB Tokyo drifting, okay? From from Business Insider, they said that the Nintendo Switch uh, November was its best-selling month, and it's the 24 24th month in a row it held the top spot in hardware sales charts. 24 months in a row, two years straight, the Nintendo Switch has been the best-selling. Good. They really deserved it for making a bunch of BS and crap for the last few years. You know what? They deserve they deserve to get it. Mm-hmm. They're they're making that dough now. Finally. And I wonder how much of those sales are the direct result of not being able to get the other mm-hmm. systems. Like, well, oh. uh, can't get this. The I can't even keep track of the names anymore. Okay, well, P- PlayStation is pretty easy to do. So if I can't keep track of those, I got a much more serious problem. Uh, but I can't get my hands on the uh, PS5. I can't get my hands on the Xbox Series mm-hmm. S. X- I gotta X get something. I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 the switches yeah. are plentiful. I'm gonna get me a switch. I, I, and I think that's what it was, especially during because it was holiday season time, right? People want to people want the new consoles for Christmas, and a lot of times you have these little kids they're like, "Mom, I want to be the Switch, I want the Xbox," and then they go there, and then little Timmy can't get it because little Timmy doesn't have a job and can't get his own. So, <laughs> <laughs> little Timmy, this little five year old body, should be out in the factories working his earning his way to a new console. But no, he's got to rely on mommy. So basically, what happened was he probably. Mommy probably couldn't find those and was freaking out, panicked. So she's like, well, what new console was there in stock? And then the Best Buy guy or the Walmart guy was like, well, we have Nintendo Switches. And she's like, perfect. And that's probably what happened to a lot of people. So, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, it's a great console. So, I mean, if you got stuck with Nintendo Switch, I wouldn't say you really got, quote unquote, stuck with it. No, I still want one. Just haven't got one yet. I'm just going to find out if anybody's going to buy that KFC console. Oh, yes. I've, I'm going to pre-order it right now, actually. The KFC console, I'm interested in. Keep talking. You didn't hear about that? Oh, no. perfect. This will be a, this will be a great last topic, uh, because that was originally our last topic. But KFC console will be our last console. So, KFC console is a console made by KFC. It's supposed to have it's supposed to hold up to 250 frames per second. It's supposed to be 4K supported. It's supposed to be, um, I think, just under two thousand dollars. It's it's basically like a PC rig almost. Okay. But, but. It comes with a mini oven to keep your chicken warm. <laughs> I'm I'm searching this up right now. Uh, KFC's, uh, you said consoles? Wow, first thing that popped up. Okay, let me go ahead. Oh my god, you are serious. What did you think was going to would... come up before that? KFC console. <laughs> KFC, KFC Kool-Aid? Console. I don't know, something else. K- KFC console rule 34. What is this? I want to be the one. console for the, the cashiers have when they're checking people out. No, this is bullshit. I want sucks. this so bad. <laughs> Where do I get one? Oh my oh, god. Everybody can be Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> 240 frames, guys? What's the. Oh. 
Oh my god, it's like you're actually gonna be able to find a monitor TV. Oh wait. You nothing plays in 200 FPS. Okay, that's not a thing. <laughs> I, I still want one. I still want if they come out with this and it's legitimate, I want one. So bad. I'm, I'm telling you, they're doing this now with the uh, fast food restaurants because they're putting all the chickens are now gay, so they can't sell the fried chicken, so now they gotta sell the game consoles. And then they're gonna turn the people no, gay. No, wow, no. this is gonna be great. <laughs> They're trying to make sure that the chicken gets to the consoles, but the kids eat the consoles and they ingest the estrogen, and then, then, then they grow the breasts, and, 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 why, and, then, why, and then they fight why for America. Do they, why, do you, why do you think they sell uh, chicken breast and not chicken wings? I mean, it's just serious. Come on. Charles, you have to do the voice now, too. I forget if it was like Kanye West or whoever it was that was wanted to make their own console, but I wonder how that went. It was Soldier, uh, Soldier Boy. Boy. Yep, the Soldier console. Oh, yeah. Yep, and it did exactly as you imagine it would. Well, the thing was, the Soldier console came out was supposed to be a brand new console. It was supposed to compete, I think, with the PS3 at the time and the Xbox, um, Xbox One or whatever. <laughs> supposed right? to compete. Wow, wow that's generous. <laughs> Well, well, listen, when it released, it was basically borderline Sega Genesis. And Sega Genesis was a good console in when it first came out, not necessarily, you know, 2010s. So the sound chip is still worthy of praise, but I, okay. <laughs> you get what I'm saying, though. Yeah. All oh. right. So on that note, do we have any last uh, questions, comments, concerns, conspiracies before we uh, wrap it up and send you guys home? Honestly, I'll just maybe wonder how much I can get an Ouya for right now. Uh, I've heard that name. Uh, I'm over here just looking at the Soldier Boy um, consoles right now. <laughs> yep, that's a thing. That was a thing, hypothetically. That was um, a thing. It was a thing. It, it came out. I don't think it's so. I actually no. I think it sold to private investors. I don't think it was to the open market yet before it got canceled. You could still buy one for $150. I, Wait, you know what? Really? Yeah, I could buy one right now. Legitimately. Dude, that's, it's not even worth the meme. So like, it'd be one thing, like the KFC console is not only worth it because it's great specs, but it's also hilarious content. Okay, do so I, console, do I get chicken with it? I mean, no. if you live by a KFC, you, you can, I'm sure. I, 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 Honestly, if I walk inside a KFC holding my console with me, they better give me some fucking chicken. No, you'll get mugged. That is true. <laughs> Walking with an Xbox Series X, can I get some chicken, please? <laughs> yeah, I'll get jumped in the parking lot. I'll bring it out going, come on, <laughs> Xbox. <laughs> that right, will happen. Um, that will be a PS5. I'll, I'll right, give guys, it to them. Um, before before we leave here, uh, I just need uh, Charles to uh, give out his social media, so that way uh, we know that he's not turning anything gay. <laughs> <laughs> well, the only social media I have is my Facebook, which I don't, which really isn't that point. And my YouTube channel, which is slowly freaking growing because I almost hit fifty subs in the last year. Ooh. And Congrats. my YouTube's name is. Um, CJ the Lone Wolf, and that's my YouTube name. And thanks, Joseph, by the way. And um, right now, I'm almost done with my Borderlands Mali One um, Allegiance playthrough, and I only have like a few more episodes of that. As long as I don't delete them, like I did with one of the ones I was going to freaking edit to upload in the future date. 
And um, after I get that whole playthrough done and over with, I'm just probably just going to keep doing whatever else I decided to do. Because I also have a couple Black Ops videos I have to do too. That's great to hear, man. Um, what about you, Joseph? Let's go ahead and spew it, your it, stuff. I had, a, I had a question I wanted to ask if we got time. Sure. Yeah, no, go for it. We have plenty of time. I, I'm going to be here all night. I don't want to talk to my wife. Okay. <laughs> So my question is in regards to the streaming services such as Google Stadia is what do you guys think will be the gaming landscape or like what do you think will be the peak for streaming? Do you see streaming taking over downloading as like the primary way that people access their gaming content, not dissimilar to what's currently going on in the uh, movie space? No. no, and I will tell you why. I still think people hold on. There's just that part of people that loves that. It's a mind mentality. Like it's mine. I bought it. It's mine. Mm -hmm. People like having that physical thing in front of them. People like knowing that if they spend their money on it, it's theirs. With Google Stadia, the big issue is you're paying for the studio studio uh, Stadia service and you're paying for the games. But if you were to get rid of one, you get rid of both. And that is not fun. Whereas even if you download the game on your PS5 or PS4 or whatever on your soldier console, if you download it, you don't have the physical copy, but it's still yours because if you log into another one and you have it, um, or people still buy, people are still fans of the physical copies because it takes less time to download and stuff like that. You just pop, pop it in and play. So I think there would either have to be a major rewire of people's brains when it comes to gaming or just the whole um, goods and services exchange portion of that before anything like that seriously takes over. I think, like you, what we talked about earlier, I think this is supposed to be the poor man's solution and this the, what you need, like a good internet and all that. Um, you're not going to see that from the certain demographic that you that you need. Jordan, did you want to add to that? Um, I feel I feel like the same reason we still have the pre-releases at like Best Buy and GameStops and stuff like that. I mean, people people like the idea of having that physical copy. I still love the idea of getting physical copies. And look at the new consoles; they have a disc drive in it for a reason. They could have said no if, more. If you that. pay the money they, for it, yeah. Well, yeah, if you pay the money for it, but they still made sure that was an option. If you're trying to make everything wireless and everything digital why give people that option still why don't you just say okay we're gonna stop we're going to take it out like the phones with the headphone jacks no they made adapters for them and it's the same thing for the games like they could have just said no no more discs we're not doing it but they didn't they said okay we understand people still like this i think that's what they did so i don't think I just think people are gonna want the physical copies still, and it's not gonna be like streamlined like Google Stadia. It's Google Stadia, um, but is Steam did something like that? Not gonna lie, I might do it though. If Steam did like a paid program, you get like X amount of games uh, that you still. I mean, if you pay a certain fee, you get to play a bunch of games for free. I might do that. Kind of like a uh, Xbox basically Game Pass. Xbox Game yeah, yeah, exactly. Basically, mm -hmm. basically Game Pass or PlayStation Plus for the PC. Um, they've kind of something like that. Um, it's not necessarily the same, but like you go to like Humble Bumble stuff like that. You can buy it's very cheaply. You can buy a bunch of games, like a whole package to get packages of games and stuff like that. Okay. And they have special deals every month or so. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that the standard for for game ownership was set even before the games industry existed. Mm-hmm. If I just think of board games, I can r- yeah. fish risk out of my well at this yeah. point my parents' closet, <laughs> and it has everything that uh, that one needs to to play the game. And it's not just about that too; it's also about self expression. People love displaying things. Um, <clears throat> you know, Jordan, we uh, I see so much of your. You know your character just based on the things that you have in your background. Yeah. Um, some answers and also some some questions raised in there too. Um, <laughs> Is it the killer but, masks? Yeah, I have an obsession. Well, based on based on the context, it was the the Minecraft stuff. But uh, that's oh. <laughs> no, I'm exposed. A... No, don't look the, at it. The, don't the, look the at it. Oh, they call them creepers, right? And you know, anyways. <laughs> No! No! You don't see here, I told you guys ten years ago that this was all gonna happen. And nobody wanna listen to me. That so much stream media symbolism is in the game right there. So no wonder that they're all touching the children. The Call of Duty Ghost mask back there. Yes it is. Call of Duty Ghost right there. There. And then we got a bunch of other stuff. My background is filled with random things and including a bunch of sponsorship stuff that Mm-hmm. has never came out but i mean they want it on their website they got it yeah that was my my shelf i mean it's not in it's not in this room it's in the the living room there's games displayed and there's a bunch of bags because i'm a lazy pile of garbage and so that's actually unfortunately that says something about me and my and my current state um one of the things to keep in mind too is upload versus download there is a lot of advantages to having the data on our computer and being able to pull our weight and upload the content or upload the data that we need to communicate with the server. So there are some tangible reasons why we have to be able to continue to download games. But I do see certain game experiences will end up being streamed. I'm thinking like something like an Uncharted series where it's it, it, they, they prioritize the experience as well as the gameplay. Or if I just want to stream Uncharted gameplay, I might be more inclined to get into that series than having to go download and get the physical copies and do the updates because that series in particular is marketed as like playing through a movie. And so the closer they get to that kind of accessibility, I think will be good for a, a series like that and encourage more of those kinds of games. That that's true. But that that's something that worries me too, because there were there was a conversation, and I'm not gonna get too far into it. But for a lot of you audio listeners, or maybe you're still watching at this point, and I'm sorry, um, but you can listen to the first podcast. We do talk about uh, one of the CEOs of Google, um, or one of the people from yeah, Google. It was, about- yeah, it was no, it was the head director of Google Stadia, and he okay. was talking about. He came out and said that streamers should have to pay to play. Um, games on stream or use certain licensed stuff like that, like music games, etc. See, if games start getting streamlined, like that's the one thing I'll be worried about that ends up happening. Like, even though I feel like we're already doing it in a sense, but I just I'm worried that's still gonna happen. Ever since I heard that, that's still uh, in the back of my mind going. If that happens, especially as a streamer or a content creator, that could end up really throwing away some people's careers. Mm-hmm. Like Half Life Two is was the tipping point historically because that was the first time people didn't buy a game; they bought rights mm-hmm. to a gameplay experience. Yep. Without no Steam, no Half Life Two. Yep, that is true. That was man. Half Life Two is such a great game. 
It was. There's so I many great that. games. I I, I want to just take is. a day and just go back and play good games. Like that's all I want to do. I want to just take a day and just play good games I grew up playing. I just don't have the time. <laughs> I really don't. I lost that. They want to go back and play Halo 2 on the original graphics with me, Jordan? <laughs> yeah, you want to play it in lasso mode? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then uh, no, that's not happening. <laughs> um, but all right, um, then is that all the all the final questions and stuff? Yep, that was my one. Okay, all Charles. Right, uh, did you want to pimp out your? Well, Charles pimped out his social media. Oh yeah. Did you want to pimp out your social media, Joseph? Uh, as we said earlier on, you can uh, catch me on EcomOnix. That's E C O M O N I C S. If autocorrect tries to uh, change it around, just tell them no. <laughs> just just say okay. no. And uh, yes, no. and James, while you exit us out, make sure to say thank you to our amazing sponsorship that we have every week. Uh, no. So. If you enjoyed this podcast, which you probably didn't, but if you did and you want to catch more, you can find the video feed of us at Facebook, at Facebook, at Skull Hunter Podcast. If you want to find us on Twitter, you can find us at Skull Hunter Pod. If you want to get a hold of me, I'm Skull Hunter James on Twitter. If you want to get a hold of him, he's Skull Hunter Games on Twitter. He's also Skull Hunter Games on YouTube, and he's Skull Hunter Games on Facebook. If I think that's it, right? That's just, that's, is that, is that all our. Uh, I think that's all, all the platforms? social media is at this yeah. point. I think oh, that's wait. everything. If you, want to, if you want to catch us at Audio Land, you can find us at iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast from. That's not for our business. And we once again want to say thank you to anchor.fm, A N C H O R.fm, for the wonderful sponsorship they have for our podcast. They are great. Great way to start a podcast. Get uh, You start getting paid with a very minimal uh, listenership. And distribution is very easy. They get you out to wherever you need to go. So thank you to them. Thank you for you guys for listening, and we'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, club flying, baby! Whoa. <laughs> <laughs>